Hello and welcome to Footy Fill Up. This is your ultimate punting guide for the AFL. The two men next to me while they deliver every single week. The man from Champion Data, Steve Urkel's first cousin, the geek, the numbers man, Jacob Wilson. Welcome, Jakey. Thanks, Nick. I always love your introduction. <laughs> no, no, every week it keeps getting better and better. And the news hound, the man from the Herald Sun, Jay-Z, Triple M. How yeah. many hats are you wearing? You might be sitting on a slight lean this week, boys. The old back pocket, the wallet stuff. <laughs> I honestly, hot the trot last weekend. Just, bit, just I'm a bit uh, on a different angle. Uh, we'll get to that, our uh, successes and our best hits <laughs> of the weekend in a few moments. But you were big news, Dicko. You uh, did you did you fire up Clarko? Let's talk about it. You uh, you landed a bombshell. He said that Clarko might be coaching Carlton next year. Just explain what uh, what that was all about. Cause it was big news. Well, it's not a bombshell. It turned into a bombshell, but yep. it was purely my opinion. I haven't spoken to Clarko. It was yep. my opinion. Well, what do you think? Well, my opinion is Carlton need the best coach. Mm-hmm. So who is the best coach in the market? Clarko. Well, not in the market, but who is the best coach? Yeah, Clarko. Alistair Clarkson. Yeah. And what do you need to pay him? You'll probably need to pay him overs. Yeah. Because Paul Ruse rescued Melbourne, mm-hmm. and the AFL stepped in and said, we need to rescue this club. Well, Carlton need rescuing because their last few years, well, let's call it seven years, they've missed every time with their coach. Yep. Their window is right now. In five years, they can win a flag, Carlton, mm. if they have the right man at the top. And I feel, and I've been under him so I know, he is the best man for the job. So that's why I put it out there, purely my opinion. And Mm. And if everyone wants to run with it, no problem at all. But I purely stand by exactly what I said. Have you spoken to Clarko since the (laughs) Cup? I haven't. No. No, a bit nervous about that conversation. Can I I just say, (laughs) can I just say, he is loyal and he has a lot of integrity. Mm -hmm. And... It'll be a challenging conversation because he, he, he won't like the fact that I'll put my opinion out there because I'm a Hawthorne person yeah. and I have a relationship. But you have to be nervous about where the Hawthorne list is at, though. They had 11 players on the weekend, 28 years or older, 6 over 30. So that this list is coming to a point where you're not going to be able to replace 11 players on your list in the next three years. Mm. So there is a tipping point with this list, and he's got to be a bit nervous about where this club's going to be in three or four years' time. Yeah, you, know, you, you know what they've done at the Hawks in the locker room? You've, well, heard, you've heard about this, haven't you? Well, you got your players' locker spot for the boots and the bag and that sort of stuff. And there's a slight little bit at the end where you put your walking stick. You just put your walking stick. <laughs> in the players as well. That's how <laughs> they're getting. They need to replenish. So they've got the, the boots, the bag, and the spot for the walking hey, stick. Hey, I put my walking stick in there for two years. But <laughs> <laughs> it'd still be there. All right, stay oh. tuned for the fill-up at the end, the f- footy fill-up, which is we put together the three best legs for yeah. the weekend. Stay tuned for that. It'll be in the yeah. hand-side section. All right, let's recap yeah. last week. Yeah. Jay, yeah, yeah, really looking forward to this, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, every, every week your head wobble. <laughs> yeah. And, and I love it because yep. you've got a big melon. Yeah, got to try and entertain. <laughs> uh, Dicko, look, the weekend started nicely. Got the $3.50 multi. Sydney into Luke Park at 30 possessions. Easy. Then it escalated on Saturday. I picked Brisbane win by 40 points. Nice. Yep. $6 uh, Boonana winner there. So I'm flying by the time it gets to Sunday. And I backed, um, who was it, Josh Dunkley to get 30 in a Collingwood win. And I think he had 18 possessions at half time. So I was, I was cruising. And and uh, rounded off the weekend with another $3.50. <laughs> As I said, I'm on one side this weekend, boys. But it sort of reminded me, you know, when you go play golf and you go up to the first tee, you're sort of a bit yeah. nervous. The boys are around. You've got a $10 wager on it. You want to hit the first drive well, don't you? Yeah. You don't want to lay up. You bring out the big driver. And, uh, and, 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 and well, sometimes you don't hit it well, but sometimes you just hit it magnificently. Mm. Out of we, the screws. Yeah, and, and then, you know, when you hold the pose and you just admire it there for, for yeah. a little bit, you sort of look up. Yeah. Is that ball landed yet? No, nah, still going. That's how I feel. That's how I feel right now. 
right now. That ball is still going. So I've hit it cleanly off the first tee and just admired my own work. Just don't put your eight. second in the bunker. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, well, or don't take your club selections off Brendan Goddard. Yes, Caddyshack. <laughs> Who caddied at the US yeah. Open. All right, how this works, the boys go through their fifth best bet of the weekend through to their best bet. So yeah. fifth of the weekend, starting with West Coast. Jacob Wilson, West mm. Coast. It looks a good bet. Looks like a good bet. And the same game multi, I'm putting in Josh Kennedy for four plus goals. He is looking in ripper form at the moment. He had eight marks inside 50 against the Bombers, which is the most of any player this year. He kicked three goals, five. So he's a bit wayward. But he's kicked three goals um, in each of his last four matches. He's taken a while to heat up this year. But I think he's just getting to that point where he's ready to explode. Could he have kicked and... Could he kick 10 last week if he'd hit the mark? Oh, if he hit the mark and then he realised he was a sniff when he had 7 or 8, he might have kept going with it. Because they, they had plenty of supply, the Eagles, and Michael Hurley was just letting him, you know, doing the first yeah. slip sometimes, just going, yeah, so can someone else take Josh Kennedy? Because he's on the lead. So he had a good day. J-Boy, where are you leaning with this one? Slightly different. We all and I normally agree on, uh, on these sorts of things, Jacob, despite not uh, swapping notes beforehand. But I think Hawthorne, I know they were fairly putrid uh, last week against uh, Sydney, but I just wonder whether they can stay close in this. So I've got Hawthorne into the line. This is my outsider's multi. Hawthorne at the line 12.5 into Adelaide at the line 19.5 for a $3.60 bet. I like Hawthorne if they play Sicily back and can somehow poke a hole through this West Coast uh, defence without McGovern. Tommy Brass under a cloud hasn't trained all week. Um, Oscar Allen might have to be moved back. Willie Schofield, the veterans there. So that that reliable, um, those reliable key pillars, Barras and, and McGovern, aren't going to be there. And I just wonder if Hawthorne can get its ball movement going. Mm. I reckon they can challenge West Coast. They haven't won at the MCG since the Dark Ages. I think 2006. Who's that? Who's the Eagles? The Eagles have won their last four at the MCG. Against Hawthorne. The Eagles are loving the MCG. They've won their last four in... You look at their 18 matches before that, the MCG, they won yep. four of 18. Now they've won four in a row. They love yep. playing the MCG with the wits. So I have no worries yep. about uh, West Coast playing the well, MCG. Rather one quickly. He's just, he's just Adelaide. Worry about Tim Kelly a little bit being uh, underdone. Um, so I think Adelaide, with a good side, a, a healthy-looking side, can challenge the Cats. So I like the two outsiders combined together, Hawthorne and Adelaide. They play a similar style in terms of the way they use the ball, don't they? It's a bit Hawthorne of a snooze fest. Yeah. And I don't know if it's going to be a classic. Be a kickoff. Nah, yeah, I thought about the total game score under here. All right, let's have a look at the fourth best bet of the weekend here on Philip. Now, Jacob Wilson, they're coming off a bye. They had a big 13 weeks, the Gold Coast Suns. Are you thinking they're fresh and recharged? Yeah, I like the Gold Coast at the line. Now, the line is sitting at uh, 31 and a half points, and you look at the Suns, they've only been blown out by more than five goals in four, uh, in four matches this year, and they were all the top eight teams. So you're looking at Brisbane, Port Adelaide, GWS, and Adelaide. Sydney are no top eight team this year. Yes, they have a pretty good record going this game. It's four and two over the last six matches. But they're still struggling with a territory game. Their midfield's um, not 100% going. Uh, and Buddy Franklin's back on the sidelines. So there's reasons not to like the Swans. And, and the Suns have just been able to stay competitive in these matches against bottom 10 teams. All right, now the over and under. Yeah. You love this market. If you got your Bet Easy app straight away, yep. it would take you on a favourites journey. Boom, yep. Yep. straight yep. to the over and under. I do like the total a game score because you can look at a bit of game styles and a bit of predictability there. I like your bet, Jacob. But I'm having a look at Sydney Gold Coast under 170. So we know they both play. Who wants a stoppage? Well, Who wants to get a few <laughs> stoppages in the game? This is, this is not name a game material. <laughs> versus Gold Coast. So I think it's got to be Dower. I like it under 170 points. Into Essendon versus GWS. 
over 160. So I reckon with, with a GWS and Essendon, their offensive midfields, this could be a real show, show, shootout into a real dour slugfest, snooze fest, um, <laughs> at, uh, Sydney versus GWS. So the two combined $2.50, um, I reckon that wins, boys. All right, third best bet of the weekend for our man over here, Poindexter, the geek. We haven't really ramped this up as much as we have in recent weeks, Screech, have we? <laughs> Yeah, you haven't you haven't clipped my uh, my Nerdiness. my coolness in any way at all, and my ego is just right at peaks. Uh, so I'll go for Collingwood by yep. the line this week. They have a really good record against North Melbourne. Yeah, uh, won four of their last five, at La- last two by fifty plus. And they, they like this matchup, um, and they've got the deepest list in the league, so they can lose people like Stevenson. They can lose people almost across the board, and they go, oh, who have we got sitting there? We've got Ben Reid come in, he'll kick three goals for us. They can lose someone down back. I'm really excited to see if Isaac Quainer might get there, but whoever they bring back there, I have a lot of faith in the depth of this Collingwood list. So I think yeah. their, their, their line has been shortened because there's a couple of players that might be missing for them. I never worry about that with Collingwood because they have the deepest list in the AFL. Well, you love a same-game multi. Yep. I know your favourite's the over-under, but yep. last week, same-game multi was pretty good for you. Yeah, we fired. I, I reckon you make this Collingwood minus 20 bet. Your, your anchor of the whole weekend in in every multi. I love Collingwood. Yes, Bucks gave me a bit of a cook after a scrappy win against the Western Bulldogs, but I think the matchup against North Melbourne uh, really suits them. So I got Collingwood at the line into the goey two goals as part of a same game. It's multi. a bit of a bit of a short same game multi. Yo, the go for two goals. That's Low hanging fruit. fruit. He'll do that nine times out of ten. What is it? Two or three bucks or something like that. As I said, I am sitting on an angle uh, (laughs) earlier, Jake. But look, this the pump it up to three goals for me or four goals for me. Make it make it a challenge for Dugowie. Is this your turn or my turn? Did you go to me? No, no, I did go to you. Yeah, but (laughs) I I like when Screech jumps in. Fires up. Yeah. So Collingwood, I think you're going to play the three tools again. So Cox, uh, Reed, and my check. That's going to stretch North Melbourne's back line. It's going to leave the Dugowie match up to Luke McDonald, maybe. Yeah, a very lonely place, that goal square. <laughs> when you look McDonald on Johnny to go, they're probably the most damaging mid-sized forward in the game. So Collingwood win, Dugowie kicks a bag, happy days. Um, just for a little bit of clarification, yeah. the best back to the weekend from the traders is the line with Collingwood because North Melbourne, as we know. So they agree with us? Well, they agree with you. And as I said, we don't ac- give you access to the traders' no, room. You no. do your own form. And, yep. and just for the record, you know why you've got a lean? You, you know. Well, what? Well, his nickname's Rex. <laughs> T-Rex. He never shouts. So he's got that much cash in his pocket. His cash is going this way. Not from his punting, but from his skimming and not buying. This, a good clip. This that bloke's one. got seven mansions in two racks. <laughs> I'm a humble journal. Oh, all right, let's go for the second best bet of the week. And on your fill-up, Jacob Wilson, Brisbane Lions. I go for Brisbane, but I'm putting that into the match score going over 168 and a half. That's paying $3.20. Uh, I'm still not buying what Melbourne is selling. You look at what they did last week. <laughs> <laughs> and they scored from 29% of their entries. What's their problem all year long? It's that forward connection. Yes, they won last week, but they just won by so many. They had so many entries. That's how they have to do it this year. They have to get 25 more entries than their opponents. And yeah, Tom McDonald looked okay. The connection was not there. So still worry about Melbourne. Um, and when the Lions are at the Gabba, they've won five. They're five and one record there um, this year. And the average match score up there is 176 points. It's a fast track. Melbourne are a fast team. Um, it, it looks like it's going to be a high-scoring match, and I think the Brisbane win it comfortably. All right, no you're either. I like that bet, Jacob. Your yeah. second best of the weekend. Once again, you're rolling three games in. Yeah, multi. So I like Port Adelaide to beat the Bulldogs at home. I think Port have got the roll. Mm. And I, Jesus, should have backed them last week against Geelong. You're confident? Uh, <clears throat> I was, but I buckled at the last minute, <laughs> and I don't even want to talk about it. 
actually. <laughs> uh, I like Richmond to get the job done pretty comfortably against St Kilda, which will be a big game uh, yeah. for Alan Richardson, and Fremantle pretty easily against um, Carlton. So this is my safe multi. You put them together, it's $2.20, so uh, I reckon that's money. The only one I'm nervous about in there is Freo. Freo. Something about that game uh, just screams to me that Carlton are going to pull an upset. They're going to do it soon. They're going to put a couple of good games together. Is it this week? They, they were disappointing, I thought, for our against Melbourne. Well, I think they should have won if they didn't lose Hogan and Stephen Hill mm. to injuries. Like, that was the only but reason. they have lost them. They're, they're, they're out now. They're, 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 Hogan's an important in? link play for Ken them. Ken McCarthy? Maybe. Yep. He's, he's playing for his um, career. The thing, big thing is Michael Walters got off at yeah. the tribunal. So, that was so he should have. Nat Fife is in um, incredible oh. in form. Like some of the stuff he was doing above his head as a midfielder last How week. How good was that? Yeah, his was aerial great. work was sensational. Yeah. Yeah. So I think for our four better goal team at home. Yep. Carlton have been up and about. They go across another nullar ball. Funny things happen over there, Jacob, over <laughs> in Perth. So safe multi, lock it in, 220. Port Richmond for out. All right, best of the weekend. The number one fill up. Drum roll, please. Our Sands man's not here, but we'll do it anyway. <laughs> Jacob Wilson, I'm and excited. this one's on Thursday night now. Essendon on the Thursday night. Hosting yeah. the Giants. The Giants, dangerous team. Well, the yeah, Giants are a dangerous team, and the thing that's dangerous about the Giants is they've got so many options up for. You look at Cameron, he's kicked 40 for the year. You look at Finn Layson's on 25. Hillberg just chips in with his 21. Uh, that doesn't even mention Toby Green, who would probably be the best forward if he was playing for the Bombers as well. Their number one forward is Tippin Woody, who's on the verge of being dropped at the moment. So there's just lack of forward presence down there. Like their leading goal scorer last year was 30 goals. This year it's 20 goals. They don't have a forward down there that threatens me. I think the four best forwards in this game are playing on GWS's team, and they're going to be able to exploit that um, Essendon defence, similar to what West Coast did last week. This is a fill-up. This is you a real like fill-up. Yeah, and uh, I think the conversation will turn to Essendon uh, and the future of the coach, John Worsfold, after this weekend. So I like GWS at the line. It's currently 12.5. I reckon that line should be somewhere 25, 25 points. Like GWS with that midfield it's got. Cali's had 30 possessions, I think, in these last five or six games. So I've got GWS into the line, into Cali, uh, 30 touches. Same game, multi. Oh, that'll be three bucks or, or, or thereabouts. Like, I think this is a percentage booster um, for GWS without Stringer for the Bombers. Yeah, um, yeah it's I massive. Think, I think this is a fill-up, boys. And can you head that um, headline next week? John Worsfold with the coaching. About time you got Can you go to the spare. presser and tell him? Because he doesn't really like oh, that sort of question. Can you imagine dropping <laughs> that bit, in the presser? It gets, gets a bit frosty. Well, I mean, I think he is... Uh, he knows the pressures in this game, and Essendon were widely expected to climb up the ladder. Been a bit of a disappointing yeah, season. I, so I thought they were going to climb up the ladder. I thought they were going to have a really nice. You look at that yep. list; it's such a juicy yep. list when they had, if they had Danaher playing and Stringer playing up forward. Yeah, they could have such a um, strong team, but it's not performing. All right, fantasy fill-up time. I mentioned this last week when we did that show together. Oh, it was. One of the best displays of punting I've ever seen from our geek resident, Urkel. Now, Luke Parker, you mentioned last week, 95% of his game time is in the midfield now. He did it again last week. He had 12 tackles. Uh, But the reason I like Luke Parker this week, we know he's in the midfield. His line is pretty high at 112.5. But who's his opposition? Mm. It's the Suns. And the Suns are the best team to play against if you're a midfielder because they play such a high stoppage game. There's about an extra 12, 15 stoppages in their matches, which really make it a, a... a points fest for those midfielders. There's a lot of tackles to recruit. There's a lot of contested possessions um, to win. So if you're playing against the Suns, your midfielders average is 99, which is plus 12 on the average against all other teams. So you get almost a 12-point head start with that match up. So if you, let's say I said to you, Luke Parker's line was sitting at 100, you jump at it. Mm-hmm. And that's really what it is because he's playing against the Suns. All right. 
Are you like the fantasy too? Mm-hmm. No, no, I just I like Jacob's yeah, bet. Yeah, yeah. Parker He's the fantasy Parker man. Parker on fire. Yeah. All right, now Maxi gone. Now I'm going the opposite way. Now who's the worst team to play against if you're a mm. ruckman? And that is actually Brisbane. Now, Melbourne's number one. You can't Gorn. He can't play against himself though. So the second worst <laughs> team to play against this year is Brisbane Lions. Brisbane Lions have that ruck combo of Martin and McInerney. You can really work you over because they're both pretty good tap ruckmen mm. and both good around the ground. Really work hard around the ground. So that means that. Against uh, Ruckman against Brisbane are scoring 15 points lower than their average. And Max Gorn's line this week is sitting at 119. His average this five. year is just 114. So first he's got to clear his line by five. Then you take in the 15-point uh, That's, your, um, that's your best one of the year. You reckon? That yeah. is your best one of the year. Yeah. Oh, I thought there was a few other. The DeBoer. Oh. I, think good. I think that's doing an injustice uh, to my other goal. Uh, but, you know, that, this one's pretty good. good. Well, you, like. you know when we did the show and I mentioned it, the fantasy fill-up? Yep. His nickname was Rubberneck because he was just head wobbling <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. He literally didn't miss. All right, now, first goal scorer. Yeah. Nobody, Nick Blakey, is clearly their best forward right now. Well, he's looking good, isn't he? I, I loved him the as lizard. a junior. Yeah, he's got you know, the, the neck wobble, doesn't he? He's he got, loves a celebration. Long... He's got good energy. I'll give him that. But he kicked a ton of goals as a junior. and uh, We haven't really seen it this year. He's kicked ones and twos. But in that second half... Um, last week, he really started to flourish without Buddy. He was targeted seven times inside 50 last week, which was his most for the season. I think for the rest of the year, especially while Buddy's out, he's going to be averaging about a goal and a half or two goals per game. And you can get him at $17. I think he should be sitting around the, the 10 to $12 mark, not 17 All right, now, Charlie Cameron. This is the worst job in football, mm. is minding Charlie Cameron well, one out. Daniel McKenzie was a bit nervy last well, week. Well, who gets him this week? I don't know who gets him this week because it, it's such a tough match. Neville Jetta would have been the one. Neville would've. Jetta would have eyed him off. He's not playing for them. It is, Melbourne's defence is really, Stephen May, you would exploit him. I don't, I don't know who gets him, Frosty. Bit of frost ball. So it is, it's, he's got a good matchup for it. And the reason I like this one, you look at it, Eric Hipple was starting at, at $9 and, and Charlie Cameron's at $10. I would take Charlie Cameron at $10, 10 yeah. times overtaking Hipwood's Hipwood. Cool. Hipwood has kicked three plus goals just once this year. Cameron's done it five times. Um, Cameron's kicked 26 goals to Hipwood's uh, 20 goals. Cameron should be starting at about seven or eight dollars, and Hipwood should be starting at twelve. Instead, Hipwood's a favourite, and he's been three times first goal scorer, Charlie, hasn't he? No, nah, Hipwood's, Hipwood's kicked. I don't think Charlie's only done it once or twice. Once or twice. But uh, he's kicked a lot of uh, behinds in the first quarter. All he's, right. he's been in, in, inaccurate in those first. I quarters. like it, mate. Okay, speaking of inaccurate, um, these boys couldn't hit a handball, but we're going to do it anyway. Quick hands. This is where we go through all the games Thursday night. Essendon and the Giants. Starting with you, uh, Steve. This Oakley. is where we pick the lines. Just on yep. the lines. Just on the lines. We'll go with GWS. Yeah, on the line. I'll have uh, the Giants, as I said earlier, 12 and a half. That should be double that, I reckon. Now, Geelong. We know eight in a row after a bye, but second up, 13 straight. So yeah. um, I'm going to go with it anyway. GMHBA Stadium. It's a good win uh, win record. Adelaide haven't won in GMHBA since about 2003. Inception, I think it might have been. <laughs> <laughs> so that line of 20, I still I love the Cats this year, so I'm going to stick with them. I think Adelaide can be close here. So I'll pick them at 19 and a half. I, I, I'll think they can... Give them a bit of a scare. MCG, Hawkers and West Coast? Love West Coast this week. Okay. I, I, it's one of my favourite bets this week mm. is West Coast. We disagree. I'll have the Hawks, uh, 12 and a half without Jeremy McGovern. Sydney, they're heading up. Now, they've got the Gold Coast Suns. I've gone with Gold Coast. I think they can hold Ooh. off that 32-point line. 32's big line against Sydney. They don't belt team Sydney. You're going to be a real snooze fest, that one. Uh, <laughs> All right. Saturday night, and I'm doing this game for Fox. It's going to be a beauty. Collingwood yep. and North Melbourne. Yep. Uh, Collingwood. Collingwood should be able to put a big score up against North Melbourne. They could. They can't, Pies could win this by 60 plus, okay. I reckon. I think that's paying about $6.50, so I have the Pies. That line's too short. Port Adelaide, will they hold their spot inside the eight against the Western? 
Western Bulldogs. I found this one really hard. I'm going to go with Western Bulldogs, but... Not in half? I'm not, I'm not sure about that wow. at all. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm the same. I don't like this don't like this at all. I think Port Adelaide will win, but goodness knows which Western Bulldogs outfit yeah. turn up. Well, maybe the Bulldogs at the line. Stay away, plays. baby. Just yeah. stay away again. Tigers yeah. get half their premiership team back mm. <laughs> against the Saints. I have a feeling about the Saints, though. I think oh. the Saints, after that really disappointing performance, Respond. will have to bounce back. Yeah, that. no. This is a real 40-plus. <laughs> so I reckon that uh, Richmond at the line, 21. That's gold. All right. Now, Brisbane Lions take on Melbourne, coming off a ripping win. I'm going with Brisbane. Uh, not sold on no. Melbourne turning it around just yet. I need to see a few more performances this, before I believe. This is a bit of a stay-away one for me as well. But I'll have, at that line, Brisbane 12 and a half. But you just don't know if it's going to click for Melbourne. Optus Stadium to close out round 15. We're back. The split rounds are behind us. So you've got Freo Carlton. I'm going with Carlton. Yeah. They have a little... I think that's yeah, I'm with nah. I reckon they're going to show a bit. They're going to show. I, 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 once again, if I'm a big fan of Geelong, I'm actually a big fan of Carlton this year. I think they're, they're showing more than people give them. I think Freo win, but the line, yeah, you got that's a pretty attractive line. 24, 24 point line. You've been staring at David Teague's hair too long. <laughs> sucked into a vortex or something. All right. Now, it's a footy fill-up time. The multi I mentioned off the top. We all pick a leg. Now, Brisbane Lions. I'm putting them in head-to-head just Ooh. to get the win against Melbourne. Well, I've got the low-hanging fruit on Thursday night with the Giants 12.5 minus 12.5. Yeah, that's right. And I'll have the pies. I said 19 and a half. That's good. All right. You can find that on the enhanced odds section on the Bet Easy app. Boonana time. And this is, I want to start with you because yeah. your Boonana last week yeah. saluted. Yeah. Yeah. We've got the peel here somewhere. Where do I put <laughs> uh, oh, peels, I should say. Um, look, I, I've gone real long this week. So it's a 50 to 1 shot. So this, this will. This yeah, they shoulder their own. This will sort you for Christmas. Just this one, Glenn I reckon. Maxwell, we got it. And I'll tell you what. Christmas. Yeah, I'll tell you what. It's this is this could genuinely come home. I like Collingwood forty plus against North, Richmond forty plus against St Kilda, Fremantle forty plus against Carlton. Into a GWS win is paying fifty bucks. Now, the planets have to align, but I see sort of Saturn, <laughs> Venus, Mars. You know, they're not too <laughs> far away from each other, so this could happen, Dicko. So you're planning on pulling this from Uranus? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> Very good, Dicko. Forty-eight ninety-six. <laughs> all right, Jacob Wilson, Moonana time. So I love Josh Kelly at the moment. I think he's the most informed player in the competition at the moment. He's averaging 34 disposals after his last five matches. You can get him at $13 to be the leading disposal winner for the round. And the reason I like that is coming up against the Bombers, who use Dylan Clark as an attacking role, but Kelly's more outside. Dylan Clark likes to play against those inside guys. Might take Taranto, might take Canilio. It probably won't be Kelly because he'll play a bit more wing and a bit more outside midfielder. So I like him to be able to rack up that four-year disposal, have a huge game, and really announce himself as the best player in the competition. Dicko, we uh, we got to go. Clarko's just knocked at the door, man. He's going he? to, to No, we've actually framed one more market. It's the over-unders on how many party pies Jay Elite this weekend. <laughs> and uh, we've got 12 there, so you can find that in the uh, Bet Easy and Hanson section. <laughs> I'm only joking. The traders won't like that at all. <laughs> Steve Urkel, Jacob Wilson, outstanding from you. Jay Clark, once again, the news team. Thanks very much for tuning in to fill up. What a day. And it's going to be a beauty on Thursday night. Essendon and the Giants. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week.